Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports here in our uh, Midtown home. Um, really nice, comfortable studio, you know, with no headphones on. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> but Aaron guarantees us that it's taping, so you'll hear this, right? Is that a promise? That is correct. We shall see. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. If y'all don't hear this, <laughs> if you do hear it, it means that Aaron was correct. Anyway, here's my uh, three great co-hosts. Uh, to my immediate right, the great Jamal Murphy. Murph. What's, what's going on, Bill? Yeah, fresh to be here. West Coast tour with the family. Yeah, back back, you know, to the to the regular daily grind. Yeah, and then across from me, the equally wonderful Aaron Matthewson, uh, who said that this thing is working. Hello, Aaron. What's happening? <laughs> Hello. You know, I just want to say, I don't know if it's possible, but I would like a nickname. A nickname? Oh. Yeah, it's hard, right? Like what Matthewson, do you mean? like because Murph. She's jealous. I'm jealous. I don't have a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a mascot like well, Spike Lee? Maybe, maybe we call you. Well, you have Bill from Bill, from, yeah, from Bill. Bill's not a nickname. What is it? I mean, Technically, what yeah, is it? Not... That's some white European <laughs> <laughs> thing. I they... can't believe you accepted a white European. I know. Depiction I little, of by, yourself. by the time I realized it was, <laughs> it already ingrained. But I was like, I was, you know, I mean, how old were you when you realized? Well, you're Jamal, so at least right. your parents, at least. Gave like Jamal or some kind of, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of Afrocentric. Your parents were better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Bill and Aaron, you can't get too yeah, much. It's like you have no more. idea. Yeah, and then my dad wouldn't even let anybody call me Willie. Oh, wow. That's that, good. You you wanted to be called Willie? No. Well, actually, back in the day, no, you know, he was Willie, like, Willie Randolph. That's not no, even back in the day. No, Willie. That, Willie. Willie. My dad just like, Willie, that's too ghetto, you know. Really? Too, oh. Just, no, he, William, uh-huh. Bill, Billy. But Aaron, so what's what, what would be how, yours? I don't know. That's the problem. Airy. I know, right? Like, what is Maddie? Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. What's your middle name? Ashley. Ashley. Oh, God. Aaron. Your parents doubled down. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> no one ever will ever drop know. Aaron. We'll call you Ashley. <laughs> what's your sister's name? Amber. Oh wow! Boy. And then what's her middle name? Mackenzie. Okay. Wow, okay. That's very. What are your parents' names? Pamela and Alfred. Okay. And what are their middle names? Paulette and Dennis. Wow. All right. So Gotta have to search black. really deep. Gotta go really <laughs> Paulette, deep. Yeah, Paulette, that's pretty. Paulette. Yeah. Paulette, now that's kind of. Yeah. My sister, though, my sister, before she, my sister changed her name. Really? Oh, yeah. Her name was Sue, Sue Elizabeth. She changed it to Yah. To Yah? Oh. Yah, Yah. How you spell it? Y- Y-A-A-A, but it was Asasia. Uh, uh, Asasia. Okay. But yeah, so her nickname is yeah. Why, why don't you change your name, man? Yeah, just change it. Why don't you just change it? Flip it. Because hmm. then, I, I, well, then I have to remember it and then answer to it. <laughs> you have to remember. As you, well, you ask up this slave name. Aaron. True. So I don't, we had, I'll tell you what, to all our many, uh, our many uh, listeners, let's come up with a nickname, nickname. for Aaron. Yes. For all those of you in, in, in range of our, of our, who subscribe to our podcast, we had a thousand, right? We have several thousand. <laughs> All of you come up with a nickname for Aaron, okay? I appreciate it. How, how, how do they send it to us? 
tweet tweet us tweet tweet at bros pod or uh leave it in the uh in the uh comments for in apple podcasts and nothing That's, you know those are the best way no we have, a, we have we have no, you can't have it both ways you can't we have a 4.5 rating out of five on on oh. apple Podcasts. well i, th- I think so the people, people who like listen oh no no they question. like i mean because it's great you know we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're not full of ourselves no you know uh, give you the news. Took care of that. Give yeah, the, yeah. Give me the black perspective. That's right. From a black perspective. But I mean, but what is? I mean, what do you guys? I know we got sports to talk about, but you know the primaries. What mm. do you guys think about? They keep talking about the black vote. The black vote. The black vote is really came out for Bernie. The black vote saved. No, yeah, for Biden. I mean, Biden. Biden. The black vote came out for Biden. The black vote came to save the Democratic Party. How it, do you guys think about that? I mean, I just don't. I don't. First of all, I don't get it. You know, like South Carolina, like what do they think? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess is it, really, is it really Biden? Well, first of all, let's talk about overall, right? You talk, we're talking about all this black vote. This was, you know, this the was, the black vote, the black vote, and and this is the, you know, the, we're uh, twenty twenty, and right. you know, all the so, so called diversity, and then what we end up with as for, as a Democratic Party, two old white guys, right. as, as right. usual, and they're going to run against another old white guy and right. Trump. Um, it's, well, you know, hooray for white, for white, white for old guys. And then we, but we did have, we did have some black candidates like Kamala, but she and Duval Patrick, she, Duval Patrick, <laughs> right. and uh, Cory Booker. Right. But they just weren't. They even even me as a black person, I wasn't feeling them. It that didn't much. feel the same way Each as of those did. people had some like Kam, uh, Kamala as well. Yeah. Well, she was AKA from Howard. Yeah. Right. Which then you awesome. find out your mother was Indian. Right. Which is fine. Fine. You know. No, then you find out she was locking brothers up. That's what really. Well, that's the problem. She was a prosecutor. Right. So she had to live that down. So hard. Well, what? You you thought it was okay? No, but I mean, I think. I mean, I was to the point, I was going to even support Bloomberg. Oh. You know, I mean. Stop and frisk? Mr. Stop and frisk? Well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) These are choices. I think the prosecutor argument goes, if you're going to have a prosecutor, have her be sympathetic. Or have her kind of be at least in our corner, right? And I think about. she would argue she was, yeah. and, her, and the people who backed her would say she was. You know, they would they they would point to positive things she tried to do. Um, you know, people she didn't prosecute that, you, that other people would have right. prosecuted. But just the fact of being a prosecutor, you locked people right. up. Well, that's the, that's right. right. That's what happened to Amy, <laughs> uh, the woman from. Uh, Globeshore, uh, uh, Globeshore, yeah, Minnesota, right? You know, before she came back home, they like pro, they over, they took over her, her what was supposed to be a rally, right? Mm-hmm. And you that's know? what happened to Bloomberg, and you know, well, what's the name? As took a mayor, care of him, uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Warren. Well, I, I liked Warren, but um, yeah, you know, I read an article. You know, everybody I know likes Warren. I liked Warren the most out of well, who was left. Um, and I read there's this article, you know, like some I forget who was by, but it was like, you know, everybody you know likes Warren, but all, but it just happens that she was, she got the most support from people with like degrees, like dual degrees. And then two thirds of the voting block does have, has no college degree. So really that's most of the people don't, you know, have no college degree. Mm. So let me ask you a question. What do you think of, you're talking about Michelle Roberts. Mm. She's going to be speaking at uh, Columbia with me and uh, um, Jelani. Yes. Lonnie Cobb mm-hmm. uh, at something my daughter's putting together at Columbia Business School. Mm. One of the things I wanted to ask her is not so much you know, in mobilizing black athletes. Same thing with DeMora Smith, who I'd imagine is kind of apolitical. He may even be a Republican, for all we know. Yeah. Um, I don't think so, but maybe now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, now. But my, my point is, I wonder the role that black athletes could pay, not so much in taking the side, but encouraging 
their demographic just to vote. Right. You know, I mean, if they could, if that could be a slogan like they had, I can't breathe, or maybe put vote, you know, and have the NBA players and the uh, NFL players begin like a voting initiative. Not again, we're not telling you who to vote for. Right. But since most of our demographic, their demographic is probably millennials, maybe even Gen Zers, but who cares about it because they can't vote. But Gen Z to say vote. Right. You know, just to get use your thing. You know, of course, you got how many of them are registered to vote. But but to me, what do y'all think about that? To get to get the the athletes and even some of the high profile college guys right. to yeah. like encourage people to vote because at the end of the day, that's what's going to help. If, if particularly if you're part, well, I shouldn't. I'm about to undercut my argument. But uh, you know, just encouraging young people to vote and really turn out. Maybe that should be the message from now until November is to vote, vote, vote. No, I agree. I thought about this like a couple of years ago. Um, I was thinking about that, like how, like if there's anything, you know, even I could do or we could do to spearhead, spearhead something like that, because that's huge. I mean, and then you have all this, all these athletes now speaking out, at least in the NBA, very, you know, speaking out against Trump and that kind of thing. If you really, this is the, this is definitely time to mobilize. Right. And like you said, you're not, you know, I'm when, even when saying, you get yeah. the vote out, you're not talking Say, about Trump vote, or well, even if you're right, if, and, and to me, this would be something that the black and white athletes, all right. the athletes, could no matter who you're for, right? You know, well, Republicans hold they don't want people to vote. So if you're a Republican, you got to be anti-vote. Mm, well, okay. Even the numbers, the numbers don't support them. Right. Well, so see, I, so you, you purge, a, you purge. See, see, you know, you're pulling, I'm trying to keep this like, can we get some kind of coalition? All right, all right. Of, I'll, play, I'll play along. I don't know. I think you, I think for some people that might help, but I think at the end of the day, I think people don't vote because they don't think it counts. Well, certainly Kaepernick. That's that's the Kaepernick school of thought. But I do think well, it's like peer pressure can work, and I I think there is yeah. like a, an uncoolness to it. You know, voting? You're talking about kids, yeah. To voting, like I think mm-hmm. it's you know people think oh you know it's it's almost like it's cooler to say oh, I don't you know I don't care um, mm-hmm. you know it's not affecting me mm-hmm. um, you know I, I'm not following these white politicians da 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 you know but I think you know for people like I was talking about before like people that don't want you to vote. You're playing right into their hands. Right. Like if it, if it really didn't matter, you but do wouldn't you have it, do Republicans th- out there trying to purge voter lists and uh, and and take your vote away if you get if you get locked up and all that stuff. Do, do you so. think? Well, I, and that at least has been one reform, right? A number of felons now are being able to vote in certain places. I, I don't know what the right. You're the lawyer, so you know what the what the latest is. I don't know, but I mean, do you think your vote counts, Aaron? I mean, do you think it counts? Be careful now. York. We have a lot of. I know. No, but I'm, well, you can tell the truth here. In my heart. <laughs> <laughs> in your heart. <laughs> I think it makes me feel better. I don't know. I I vote in New York. I mean, I hope so. I don't what, know. what do you mean? Like, so I mean, technically, it, you, you well, I feel like New York is going to go blue. Right. So even I feel like if I didn't vote, mm-hmm. I think it would still go blue. But I think I should. I think I would probably feel more like I got to do this if I was like. But in, but did you vote? It's important. Do, do all your friends? So you do you think have any it, friends? You do think it matters. But I, well, I don't know that I personally make a difference. But well, I no feel like one. Well, person, no one person yeah. makes a difference. Well, that's the, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I was in an argument with a friend of mine uh, who doesn't, who said he doesn't vote because he doesn't. You know, like same thing. Like, you know, 
it doesn't matter anyway. It's say you know the, it's it's not going to matter, and we you think my one vote matters? Well, no, but if everybody said that, then right. Well, then we have what we have. Right, we have what we have. So of course, it, it's it, you have to be a part of hundreds of thousands of people to make a difference, or you know, yeah, or yeah. in a local, but in local elections, it's even you know it's less. You have to be right. maybe well, your, I mean, your vote counts more. Right. I mean, that is, that is hard. I mean, it's a hard concept mm-hmm. that one vote. Right. But we're talking about thousands, millions of right. people. You can have, you know, and you do at some point, you do have to have faith that, you know, that uh, it does matter. I mean, you could say, you know, it's manipulated and right. they're stealing votes and and this is just a charade. You know, I don't know. I mean, I've got it. I'm driven by faith. You know, I've got a bigger issue. Um, I'm an, I vote independently mm-hmm. and I like to see a reform because a lot of times, there is a way that you can do it, but a lot of, in these primaries, you can't. If you're an independent, you cannot vote in, let's say, in a, in a, in a primary. So, mm. and, and there's probably, I think, a way there's you a few, do, There's a few states. Yeah. I think it depends on the state. Like I think uh, either Iowa, one of the first two states, Iowa, New Hampshire, they allowed independent right, vote. Right, vote. But know. I'd like to because I still my tax dollars. But you know my tax dollars still. Pays for elections, right? Mm-hmm. So it seems like you should be able to pay. But anyway, that was just. But 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 your original question was was the black vote, like all this stuff about Biden yeah. and the black vote. Yeah, and that is that was that is weird to me. And it, you know, South Carolina really what put him, you know, because Bernie was in in the lead. We all kind of thought, oh, right. you know, it's going to be Bernie, whether you like him or not. This right. is going to be. And then all of a sudden, Clyburn Clyburn uh, endorses. endorses him. And now Biden wins on the strength of the black vote. And now it takes all, all the 70%. South. <laughs> yeah, all the South. And is it so that black vote? What is it? Just is it just because Biden was cool with Obama? I think clearly. What's the, I mean? Because even in the in the debates with uh, all these guys, all these white men have skeletons in their closet relative to us. Right. You know, was, Biden did right. the service he passed. I mean, then the whole thing with with the blacks not supporting. Uh, um, uh, what's it, Bernie is my, I mean, you know, they say, well, the people like you got Cornell West, who I know and like, and mm-hmm. you know, they say, well, yeah, okay, the intellectuals, you know, right. will support thing, but Bernie, that kind of reminds me of the whole kind of communist thing where it's not about race, it's about class right. and the people and stay away from that racial stuff, right. you know, you know, I mean, yeah. again, it kind of gets to your choices. And then, you know, you figure in the election, they're already bringing up Biden's son. Right. Right. You know, I mean, we haven't even got there yet. That's coming. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I don't know about you. I mean, I just feel confused or I'm always surprised by this country. And I know maybe I shouldn't be. But if if President Trump, we can have a President Trump. I'm so surprised that Bloomberg didn't get further. If if people seem to really people seem to really hype the idea that Trump is a businessman yeah. and he's a successful businessman. So if you actually have an actual successful businessman who's white and older, why was, was he I, the shoe-in? I, I, he got cut down because of well, the whole, he, be, he uh, became untenable to a, a major voting bloc in the Democratic Party. Which women. Is, which is black. Black people. But I'm like, well, well, because of, I, because I, of the stop I, and there frisk. There are a lot of, yeah. not a lot, there are a good number of black folks. There were a few. Who were ready to support it. Just pragmatically. Yeah. Not, not pragmatically. Who can, you got one thug, as Cornell West calls, a Bloomberg thug, a liberal thug. And you go against another thug in the White House. Right. One thug, and who one thug got more money. Right. 
you know, and, and, and who's a little less of, of a thug towards black people. Yeah, has been has been repentant to some extent <laughs> right. about stop and frisk. Listen, right. for those of you who got stopped and frisked, <laughs> right. I apologize. Right. I'm sorry, right. but we've got sorry for those two years in Rikers. It, Rikers, but <laughs> right. you know, we'll try to. We'll, maybe we'll try to build some affordable housing. Right. We'll try to make it up, but right. you know, I. But, here, but, here, but here's the thing to me, which is crazy because. I mean, like Bernie and, and 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 like a New York Jewish guy is a tough sell to the rest to the South and <laughs> right. to the rest of the country. Right. So I get that, um, but he's definitely the more progressive, and so was uh, Warren. They were more they're more progressive candidate compared to Biden. Right. But you got this groundswell, include and a lot like you said, a lot of black people are like they're being pragmatic, and they're like, hey, we don't trust it. We want to. We want to, you know, go to this moderate guy. He's whatever you think of him, he's better than Trump. And to me, it's just ironic. Like it's like Republicans have really won. They really won as usual mm. because they have us thinking that progress is going back. Is going back to right. Twenty fifteen. Mm. Right. You know, we're scared right. to like right. to you know to Good test to anything new push the needle yeah. so things that would definitely help us and i agree with you that bernie does stay away from the racial issues which i think hurts him definitely hurts him with black people because you he's not willing to just say you know you guys have i got to address your your problems directly right. he kind of is like you know i i'll address all poor people's problems and right. and you but what do you make help. but what's interesting and this is interesting sorry about that strike that <laughs> we don't use interesting but so you have the the latin vote quote unquote the latin vote right Supporting Bernie. Bernie. Right. And in fact, I was asking a student, uh, one of my students at uh, ASU, you know, and he wants to do this piece about he doesn't think Biden is a guy. And he's, he's uh, Latin. And and so I said, well, you know, I, I'm, I'd be curious for you to really report this out. Right. Talk to a, a, a Latin uh, studies professor at mm-hmm. ASU and a black studies professor. And, and because you've got these two polls now. Mm-hmm. The black, and it's this division. The blacks voting for this guy. The Latin vote from this guy, which is automatically a split. I'm right. like, so what's this? How do you bring these two things together? I mean, that one Latin, for me, not one Latin person would be voting for, for POTUS 45. No. Now, this guy's talking about building walls and right. rapists and all that. How could you even entertain? But yet, right. that? yet he must have. Like, that's what's fascinating. He, he, he appealed to somebody. And I'm like, how did you appeal oh. to people? And but, but Buttigieg. Appealed to like it looks like only white people, like a very right. small group. I'm so fascinated. <laughs> small group of white people. I'm like, yeah, white people. also, can I just say Bloomberg's uh, ads? Amazing. They're great. As soon as someone came out with something against him again about the NDAs he signed for women, about stop and frisk, he had like, I love black people, and he had like all the black people in the art in money. the commercial. Money. Well, he had tons. Of money. I mean, just the amount of money that he spent, and he's given that to Biden now. So it's a wrap for Bernie, I think. I mean, I. I would rather the progressive candidate. Right. But, yeah. you know, Bloomberg's putting his money behind Biden. I mean, that looks like the direction is going to so, You know, the problem is that we could switch back to the original thing of uh, who won last night. Well, you know, but, you know, you figure, OK, you got a Biden's going to have to deal with, uh, you know, his son. But also, as soon as Barack comes in, well, that's why this guy was in the White House in the first place, because people hated the idea of of Barack so intensely, you know, that they voted for, uh, I can't, you know. But also the people's hate for Hillary, people's no, that, that could be too. Yeah. No, the, right. the turnout was terrible. Right, right. You you gotta, you, I, I think this, this election with Trump, because mm-hmm. it's Trump, 
right? right. You, everybody has an opinion about him, right? A strong opinion. Either they, some people love him, right. a lot of people hate him. I don't think more any, people hate him. More people probably right. hate him now than they hated him. Yeah. More people hated him now who liked him, right? Then, mm-hmm. and he still has a low uh, approval rating. Like, like right. he 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 brags about his approval rating is higher than it's been all year, but it's still low compared to any other president we've had. You know, since you know Clinton and Reagan. Right. Ever since Reagan, he right. has the lowest. You know, maybe Carter could could Carter's yeah, rival. Carter <laughs> Carter could have rivaled him, but his approval rating is low. Right. So there are a lot of people out there that hate him, and I don't think I think this is an election like Obama in the in the way that nobody's going to sit it out. Because it's right. historic. Right. Which gets back to my original question about could athletes play a role using their massive visibility? Voter registration. Yeah. That's yeah. where they need. Like that, that, not just that's telling what I'm people saying. to vote, but yeah. regist- you know, right. register to vote. You know, Chris Paul out there in North Carolina registering right. people. You know what? You just gave me a great idea. That's why I got you on this show. <laughs> well, like, now I remember. Now I remember. Back, back how? I think we've been doing this more than five years. You, you only say it's like four. I think we've been doing 2016, this. Pretty I, sure. I think we started doing it before. But my, my point, though, is that <laughs> so I'm going to the garden. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, I shouldn't say against my will. Aaron was on the. I'm, I've, been, I've been to the garden ever since Soprano was left. You know, because I had the Caesar credential and the whole thing. It was like, you know, I said, listen, man, I've been doing this for 30 something. I ain't just going to the fucking garden because I just want to go see a basketball game. Sounds, the, like, sounds like you're Spike Lee. There's a Spike Lee argument here. Well, except he's leaving and I'm going tonight. <laughs> but no, but your point though, they play uh Oklahoma City tonight with Chris Paul. Right. And I was trying to think of, you know, but that is one thing I could ask Chris Paul as president. Please do, yeah. As president of the Players Association, could that be an initiative mm. that the players could launch? Is voter registration. Not not for a particular candidate, because you don't want to divide the locker room. Right. right. Or, but could this be a thing that athletes could could basically encourage their base, their young millennials, black, white, indifferent, yeah. to please register to vote? Right. No matter who you vote for. I'm gonna, so when you he might be that, doing something similar because well, maybe, he's doing but, a lot with like yeah. A&T. Um, you know, he's, do, he's doing some work with HBCUs. I think The Undefeated just put an article out about what yeah, because he, doing. Yeah, yeah, so I, could, yeah. I got a whole lot. To, so I could ask him about it. Yeah. Uh, about about that that um, could that be an initiative that they could launch? That would be like that would be huge. Yeah. And I could write that column because yeah. I was trying to think of oh that you know. And then tomorrow Sunday uh, they play uh, Denver, uh, Detroit, and that's Dwayne Casey who's the head coach. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne is a very Dwayne is a sharp guy. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's it's a guy like Dwayne would be a guy, and Doc Rivers I think would do that too. Mm-hmm. They would have these kind of conversations about, listen, I'm not telling you guys who to vote, whatever, but you should use your platform to, to launch a massive registration drive. And I think we all know, to your point, where that would lead. Right. But I don't want to, you know, right. let's, let's just, like you said, play along. Yeah, play along. Let's just get and I, and massive at, voter registration. I'll be at Barclays today, and another person who is interesting White guy is Popovich. We know he's had his. Right. He's spoken out plenty. I wonder if you know if he had, had, would have an opinion on that also. I think I think that under the guise of voter registration, in other words, what we want to do is give people cover. We don't want to say, well, register so you can vote for. So listen, what we're saying is that we have a sense of if you had a lot of young people. We're talking about these millennials, and now these Gen Zers who can vote. We're just saying go 
register. Right. And begin to listen. Right. Listen. Because a lot of your stuff, if you're into uh, your, your future, if you're into climate change, a lot of stuff like that, be as like as a baby boomer, we done fucked up. Mm. We done ate up all ate up all the food. Student loans. Yeah, student loans. You guys are in debt. You have people who are saying free college, you know, free medical care. All you people out there right. who are like with, with the virus. Now that could be. I, I know we want to get to our sports part of our show, but um, we don't have to. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know, but this, this and maybe we could take a break, and when we come back, we could talk about. Uh, the virus and what role that might even play in exposing POTUS 45 is just oh, a cat. It's already started. Totally incompetent. I mean, it's one thing to bluster right. and, and, and all that, be a populist all that, but then when some shit happens, right. yeah, to your point about Bloomberg, I mean, certain people have proven that they can govern. Right. We've, we've got policy. We get stuff done. Even with Bernie, one of the things that they were saying, well, man, you've been in the, in the Senate X number of years. What, have you passed anything? Couple yeah. things. Well, well, when we come back, we'll talk about that, and then we'll talk about uh, the NFL or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. When we come back, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible has over one hundred eighty thousand book titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of the Bill Roden on Sports podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free thirty-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We highly recommend that you check out the classic $40 million slaves, the rise, fall, and redemption of the black athlete by the one and only William C. Roden, an absolute must-read. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports for your free audiobook. Okay, we're back. Um... I think that, you know, this whole idea of promoting whiteness, that's the, the edge that you've got. And I'm for that. I'm for you. I'm for, yeah, not me, mean, by the in way. In terms of 45. Well, POTUS 45 mm-hmm. is saying, listen, and, and this has been a compelling argument. These are, even if you didn't vote for me, even if you didn't vote for me, if you're white, you know, that's the most important thing that you got. Right. The, the privilege, all this privilege that those liberals are talking about, you better not give up that privilege you know, that's the, the, you know, you want your kids to get into so-and-so and do this, that. You better protect that privilege. Right. You know, you, I don't care if you vote for me or not. Right, that's the heart of it. And, and I think, and, 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 and that's a hell of a thing. So, because a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of our liberal, quote-unquote liberal friends, you know, when it gets down to, is your kid getting in school? Right. And then these limited, and these limited chairs, these limited spaces, or getting this job, or get whatever, whatever you could talk that, you know, liberal bullshit if you want. Right. But, you know, do you want that privilege? Do you want your kid? Because you got all, all these smart Latin kids, these smart black kids. You want them, you know, look at the NBA. I mean, you know, right, right. You, know you want to turn it, do you want to turn into that? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so anyway. Exactly. That is it. So That is it. So, you know, we'll see. Like, you know, we'll, we'll see what really matters to people. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, what you got? So in the world of sports. In the world of sports. In the world of sports. But I do want to leave the world of sports. But I do think, Jamal, thank you for giving me that idea. No, that, that's that's great. And that, even or the ho- focus. And, yeah, and hopefully, if he hasn't thought about it already, hopefully it can spearhead something. I'm sure. That, even, I, mean, I think people like Carmelo. Yeah. I think All even these guys. Like, like LeBron. People, LeBron. Well, imagine LeBron. Vote. Gets, just saying just vote. said, just I mean, voting, voting voter registration. registration. 
have LeBron a voter registration. LeBron will be somewhere. Right. In L.A. Right. registering people. Just, in it, wherever. In Ohio. Yeah. Which right. is, which is a swing true. state. And it's his state. A swing state. Right. That's real. I mean, you look, at, you, like, you look at where all the NBA franchises are. Georgia. Mm. You know, the Hawks. The Pelicans in New Orleans. Right. You know, uh, well, Massachusetts is pretty good. But, you know, Portland. Right. You've got all these black guys. And then we haven't even started talking to the NFL guys. Because remember, this campaign is stretching into, like, like October. I mean, we got the whole summer. We got training camp. So now the, yeah. and, and, the NFL will be huge. It'll just be a little bit owners, more divisive. Well, because <laughs> owners, you're right. The owners are all yeah. these, you know, but hey, don't you don't have to take a knee? Just do some yeah, voter just, registration. They right. would probably say, "Why don't y'all take a knee? <laughs> <laughs> right. We'd rather you. Right. We'd rather you take a knee right. than use your podium right. to get kids to register to vote." Right. See. Right. So, and that would be so. She would say, "We're we're not taking a knee. We're just telling our kids, you know." But it gets back to Martin Luther King and the whole way of nonviolence thing. Is kicks up activism. So, okay, cool. We ain't, we don't have to take a knee. You know, we just want you to register to vote. Which is actually more deadly than taking, you know, taking yeah, the no. knee. And, and is there anything throughout history that, I mean, that has pissed off the established white establishment establishment more than black people exercising their right to vote or be a part That's of right. the process? Look at look That's at right. uh, Reconstruction. That's right. You know, look what happened then. That's right. And then, they, you're right, Jamal. That's, that's such a great point. I mean, they went to they went to to death's end to brutalize and intimidate and murder people. Because they wanted to do what? Vote. Right. Vote. And, and that was true then. Because mm. remember, I, I, you know, when, when they were talking about this black vote turning out for Biden, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, they're going to ratchet up their disenfranchised. Uh, their disenfranchised. Uh, help yeah. me out here. Disenfranchisement. Uh, yeah, dis- disenfranchisement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Can you vote, Bill? We're going to have to make you pass a literary test. <laughs> At this poll, remember, they didn't let black people recite the Constitution. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> oh, my but God. The, yeah, they, I mean, that's, what I, that's, that's really my biggest argument to people who tell me that, they're, that it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter if we vote or not. If it didn't matter, they wouldn't go to these great lengths to stop you from voting which they still do we don't even have even we're not you know we're not even mobilized as a community like like we're, what we're talking about we're not even mobilized yet to where we are trying to trying to register ourselves and vote to that extent and they are still daily um you know grinding it out right. in terms of trying to take the vote away for make sure that's that right. we don't that's vote. right that's right which means a to your point aaron you know about does it count they know it counts right, right. because it's still it's still, I still think, it's still at the the uh, forms of foundation of the dream that makes that gives us hope about what this nation can become, the democracy, the vote. I mean, I think it's still, it's still that that thing. I mean, go like yeah. I said, go back to Reconstruction where right. we had representatives. Right. You know, they saw right. what could happen. That's right. You right. know, and then you got Black Wall Street and all that kind of the, the stuff that came out of that. So, That's right. I That's mean, right. they've seen they've seen it, and this That's was right. what a hundred over a hundred years ago. That's right. Well, yeah. So I think that that's uh, that's actually very exciting. So yeah, get on that. Get on, Chris Paul. Man. That's right. I'm, in fact, I'm yes. leaving now. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving yeah. now. We're walking distance to the garden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a good parking space and all that. So, uh, Aaron, what you got? Yes, sir. Um, what you got today? What's going on? As my dad said, in your young life. Oh, wow. I, I mean, there's so much to talk about. 
I guess I'll say, well, let's, the let's start that, from the top. From the top. I mean, the thing I was telling Jamal earlier today about um, the two um, black women, they're both Kenyan born American women who uh, made the Olympic uh, marathon That's team. That's a great story. Thanks. Yeah, these these two women. Okay, I just have to say this is amazing because they're. If you if you watch marathon running, which I know is like five of us, I don't. <laughs> it's like well, if the, you watch paint dry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but there, I respect like, it though. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely. It. Yeah, I mean, Baba mentality for sure. Right. Um, it's you know, it, I would have expected it to be like all white people, and that's fine. Uh, but like every single person, Molly Huddle, Des Linden, Jordan Hase, Sarah Hall, none of them they either dropped out or didn't get past fourth. Like uh, Des Linden missed third oh, place. The white, the white runners? Yeah. Des Linden missed it by 11 seconds. This would have been her third. seconds? Yeah. She like missed eternity. it. Eternity. Now, mind you, on the other hand, so Alephine Tuliamuk, she uh, was she was seated 10th to go into the trials, has been injured for a couple of years, has been uh, doing Uber and crocheting for Etsy to make ends meet. Wow. Like no one, mm. I didn't expect her. A lot of people, she was not, she's on the long shot list. Um, and then um, Sally Kipiego, she, um, 34, had a kid, had a really tough mm. post like a year afterwards. Like some people bounced back. She did not. She's been open about it. So I think, you know, she was six going into the trials, but I, you know, she wasn't. So those are the two women that made. Two, yeah, two black women. Are, are you are you going to write about this for the end of the week? I hope so. That's my goal. I, That's I, a great story. Yeah. It's well, a great story. And they made it. Uh, now they still have, to put in perspective, these two women, I mean, you can't really, every course is different. Like mm-hmm. you get fa- you get fast uh, times being on a really flat course. Right. I, I heard the Atlantic course was actually pretty tough. There was a lot of wind. But um even the PRs for both these women still are at least 10, minute, 10 to 11 minutes off the, the world record holder, which is Bridget Koske. 10 to 11 Kenya. minutes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. this woman is like nuts. Like a, a machine. Yeah. She's from Kenya, right? She's from Kenya. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, the two, the two world record holders are both men and women are from Kenya. Which, you know, which, which, which is so, again, fascinating just about our whole, not just African Americans, but African people. Remember, yeah. remember my lifetime and your dad's lifetime, 1968, 67, the whole science, well, you know, African, you know, black people can't run. Maybe you guys could do sprints, but, you know, the, the, the running, the distance is Jim Ryan. All that. Then at the 68 Olympics, you have Kip Kino, I think, from, uh, he wasn't from, uh, maybe he was from Kenya. But anyway, it was this whole breakthrough in 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of a sudden, this whole thing of, of, of black, I mean, African marathoners right now we're talking about 2020 and again you know it, it, it does kind of get back to the whole thing of voting and people seeing this kind of thing coming right. they're seeing this tidal wave coming this is what you're talking about is just sort of a metaphor but what people can do once you just we ain't talking about just give us anything right once you can do just just like shirley chisholm says i don't want you to help me just get out of my way just right. don't right. hurt me. Just let right. me and that's what right. you're talking about Eric. right no, it's 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 super exciting. I just you know I want them. Americans have a you know to win to actually win the Olympics. It's going to be tough. Right. Hopefully there will be an Olympics because the Tokyo, mm. you know. But um, I'm I'm going to say yes. I'm going to knock on wood. I'm I'm hoping they're going to keep it together. Mm. Um, What's the next big uh, big event? For them? Um, London Marathon is coming up. So that they're going to go there. I mean, is that some uh, qualifying or something? Uh, no, they've they, already qualified. Yeah, they've qualified. So it's up to people what they want to do. How if you know people have sponsorships? I think the money often decides mm-hmm. what you're trying mm-hmm. to do. But that's um, how, I mean, how many marathons have you run? You've run like what? How many? Seven. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Thank you. 
we have these people run a couple every year. It's like, I mean, that's that's I've run in zero. No, I, I did one. <laughs> I did yes, one. Yes, you did the New York City Marathon. Really? The New, yeah. In fact, it's a story. I did it. I kind of walked it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, but it. I mean, I walked and then at the very, right down Central Park. You know, I walked. I ran a little bit. <laughs> got to the then right there, I got that. I like ran. Maybe I can do it. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But you. But then, of course, my cousin, who you know, uh, Kia. Yeah. I'm like running down there, and then Kia, crazy cousin, and she breaks and jumps up on me. And I'm <laughs> Before like, you even, got to the end. Yeah. Oh God. And I mean, even though I was like, well, even if you walk, right? Twenty what? Twenty six miles. Yeah. Even if you walk. 26 miles and run a little bit. By the time you get to Fifth Avenue Central Park, you're tired. cramping, you're tired. Yes. And I had not trained. Right. I just just kind of said, you know. I'm going to walk it. I'm going to walk it. Yeah. I had a friend of mine who, Brian, Brian, who works for the NFL, and Brian's work, you run like a lot of Olympics. He went to Navy, he went to Army. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So he said, Bill, I'll help you get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> he came, we spent one day after that shit. I was a sports writer, man. We write about this shit. We were actually, we were actually do this stuff. <laughs> he was like, why did like train? You're like, oh, I'm yeah, yeah. like, man, I got this. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, you did, you did one of the tougher marathons, like New York City Marathon. Like, there are no world records broken at the New York City Marathon for a reason. It's it's a hard right. course. How, you ran it last year, right? 2018. 18. Right. Now, which, what, which other ones have you run? Boston, Chicago, Amsterdam, San Francisco, and Richmond. Richmond has a marathon? Richmond Marathon, yeah. Richmond, Virginia. Richmond is a marathon. <laughs> so, so how, what about Boston? How was Boston? Did you write it? Did you run it after the bomb or before? Before. Yes, before the before, bomb. Yeah. Um it was it was my least favorite race. Really? But um because I Why? was Belichick there? <laughs> I maybe. <laughs> he was timing you. Uh, and I was yeah. like, ah. Hmm. No, it's just, you know, the thing I love about marathons is that you have crazy fans. Like mm. people wear tutus, they have sides, like it's it's really fun. And Boston was so serious because you have to you, you have to qualify by time. Mm. And so I just think everybody was so intent on getting a good time. It just wasn't as fun. Right. And also the day the, the year I ran it, 2004, it was it had been a cold winter and out of nowhere it was 80 degrees. Oh, no. So on like... April on Marathon Monday. And it was just like they were actually saying, you know, to the elite runners and everyone, like, just don't even try to do your hardest mm. time. Mm. And that I mean, not that I was. How, how, was, now how was Amsterdam? Um, it was cool. And actually, uh, two of the Americans who ran in the Olympic trials were there to get, because that's a fast course. Mm-hmm. So they were, that's where they got their qualifying time. Was there like weed smoke in the air? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you get, you I don't know what that smells like, Jamal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bad. Okay. No, no, it, it was flat. It was, it was pretty, it was cold. All right. All right. Now let's talk about some sports black people play. In the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Aaron was also a figure skater, too. Yes. You know, that's another. You know, I, we won't go down that. Because I asked Aaron once, I was, there was something, oh, just recently, there was like, oh, the, uh, some trials, some world, there was like some competition. I, I asked Aaron, I said, Aaron, you watching this? She just said, no. No, it was not. <laughs> so anyway, we won't, we won't go down there. That's, that's the whole, you've had a whole story behind your figure skating, but you were a competitive figure skater. It was, yeah. I think it taught me a lot of good things, learning about NFL and CBA now. What? 
Like I was trying, I was trying to think of a cool transition. Oh, <laughs> no, we just, you don't have to. We just okay. NBA, 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 so, oh, NBA. not not NFL, CBA. Well, that's kind of the NFL. I don't know. I mean, listen, I know we, off way we're talking about the NFL, CBA. You know, the the owners. It's like what what did, what did uh, Pedro Martinez says about the Yankees? The Yankees are my daddy. Right. That, oh, and yeah. that's that's sort of how the owners are to the players. Oh. Mm. They just take whatever they want. There's right. anything now, right? But they know whatever they want, they'll take it. All they gotta do is threaten to lock them out. That's the interesting mm. thing about this the CBA because it kind of just you know to me it came out of nowhere. I didn't know when you know when the, the previous CBA was ending, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we they're right. trying to come to a decision on this new CBA, and you hadn't heard it. There was no tension. No, you know there was no and, like. And, and, and that's why that's why I was just asking you. I said, wait a minute, what's the tension? Because right. the owners invariably. When it gets and, and again we we trust me when we get closer to the fire, and the owner said, "You know what? Shit, we want we want you want y'all we want y'all to wear chains, <laughs> <laughs> chains to work from now on. Change me out neck chain? No, ankle <laughs> ankle chain, <laughs> blue suits, yeah, yeah. blue jumpsuits. And, and, and if they say no, so, okay, we're gonna lock you out. <laughs> then the more, well, we've been thinking about it. <laughs> Blue's not su- blue's not such a bad maybe color. A green, maybe. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> orange, orange is a new black, you know. <laughs> but you know, but I, I, I just keep thinking, Demoris, who I've been on for a long time. Yes. I mean, just you know, which is why he'll never be on this show. Because, mm-hmm. but he does He's like a typical union boss. Is that if you don't say yes, you know, he's not. He's a no debate. But, um, uh, you were saying I mean, lack, oh, oh, oh lack no, he, he blew it. He blew it. I think with with yeah with Kaepernick, oh because, yeah, because because that could have been such a forget that could have been such a rallying cry, mm-hmm. a precursor to the rallying the unification they're going to need to go up against the owners. That could have been a nice if he could have found a way to rally the players around Kaepernick and make it a labor issue, a labor issue, right? You know, and, and rally players around the labor issue, which it was, it was a labor issue. But I just think now when you're gonna when he's going to need unity. And, and they're going to try to pull this out the hat. I think it's going to be very difficult. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, there's, there's no, t- there doesn't seem to be any tension. Um, yeah, there have been a few players that have spoken out against it, but a lot of players uh, are happy with it. Uh, well, Ryan Fitzpatrick came out today, you know, Harvard grad, oh, so everybody yeah. listens to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, hard, he, yes. he likes it. Yeah. He says, you know. But, but what's the name from Houston? Say hard no. Who? J.J. Uh, uh, Watt. That's right. He a said, while, he said hard no. Right. I mean, huh. You know, and then everything you see, you know, written about in the media seems, you know, sounds like the players are getting a decent, they're making it sound like the players are getting a decent deal. They were getting 70, uh, 47% of the revenue share uh, in, under the old deal. And I'm looking at it, reading about it now, and now they're going to get 48 to 49. So what does it that sound actually like, mean? Yeah. How what, much first of all, that? what does it mean? Right. And it's not that much. It's, it's no right. different. And what about guaranteed contracts? I mean, that's the big elephant well, I was, in the re- room. Yeah, I was reading about that today, and and they're saying that that's not that would not be a part of the CBA because you know look at the the NBA who has guaranteed contracts, and the theory is that the NBA got those guaranteed contracts because the individual contract negotiation in in individual contact contract negotiation they demanded it, so it became it just became. 
the well, norm. They fought for it. They became, but it was this was this is what the theory is that that it, it shouldn't be addressed in the CBA because it's an individual. That the, the way the NBA got it was because each oh, individual, individual argued for argued it. for it. Each agent, you know, argued for. But then it became a collective right. Well, I don't know if it, or, I, think, you, I think it just became the norm. Oh, I see. Not the not necessarily yeah, I don't a right. Yeah, I don't think it's in the. It's C- not in the law. Yeah, I don't think it's in the CBA and NBA. It's just it's just the way. Well, it's like is voting done. rights in a way. Right. I mean, it's like the Voting Rights Act. Not the Voting Rights Act is not a law. Right. It's an act. Right. So it's kind of like so. So and, and this this might not even be an act. Uh, it's, just, it's just the norm. It's like it would be shot. You cannot do it. So if the owner because so and so has one, so he has a guarantee. You got to give me a guarantee. Well, we'll see about. It. Maybe I ask Chris Paul that after we talk about right the voter registration drive mm-hmm. is 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 collective. We should have him on the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Chris Paul would be great. Great. Yeah. 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 Ask, ask him today. Yeah. Demand it. But he's ask. supporting <laughs> Aggies. I just I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, Tommy's an A and T grad. You know, because uh, he's from Winston Salem, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, he's from Winston. That's listen. You know, who, you know, who cares? Yeah. We'll take care of it in the selection <laughs> process. We we'll just select. Do we? We just finished our selection process. The road fells. We do we did. have an Aggie? Uh, I don't have an Aggie. What? I don't know if we should say that because we have an Aggie. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't see, we it, have our ways. <laughs> you always have an Aggie. <laughs> well, there was what? There was a year we did not. Really? Yeah, we've had. We've had. This is the first year. Is this the first year we have not had one? Nope. One, Second one year. other year. Second year. The year before, we had um, we had Xavier, Morehouse, Howard, Hampton. Yeah, Morgan. Now Morgan, we've missed Morgan a couple of years in a row. Yeah, my Morgan. alma mater. That's tough. Um, before we wrap this up, well, let's talk. Let's talk quickly NBA because no, that's what I'm saying. Games. Before we wrap yeah, this yeah. up, I want to talk about the NBA. Yeah, so there's big, that's, big that's, games. That's a lot. Big games. Uh, so, so we know the the Lakers. No, guess, guess we play NCAA, right? We talk a little a NCAA before yeah. we get out of here. Right. But in the NBA, uh, for those that don't know, but Milwaukee easily has the best record in the league. They're fifty-three and nine. Better than the I think they're Raptors? on. They're on. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I mean the Raptors. Sorry. Better than the Raptors. Better than the Lakers. The Lakers are the best in the West, and the Lakers are forty-seven and thirteen. Right. So those are the two best te- best regular season teams so far. They play tonight. This is where we're recording on a Friday evening. They play later on tonight. Um, and I'm going to the, see the Knicks. Interesting thing. And then the Clippers, who, with Kawhi right. now, um, they're about four games behind the Lakers in the West. But they've beaten the Lakers head-to-head twice. That's going to be a great series. Right. And to me, play. I think they're, the, they're the, the best team, in, at least in the West. The Clippers? I think the Clippers are. When they have everybody together, they have Doc <laughs> Rivers, you know, you got, you got you can't discount him as a coach. He's been there, done that. No, um, so our friend Lionel Ham- Lionel Hollins. He, he's a friend a, of the show. He's an assistant, he's an assistant with, with the Lakers. 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 And Jason Kidd's an assistant with the Lakers. Well, he's they not have, a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have some people, but um, you know, so really, he could, the, he could be. Yeah, I uh, mean, the debate now is in the like in the West. Are the Lakers? You know, who's be, who's better, the Lakers or the Clippers? Who's going to come out of the West? Yeah. I think it's pretty. Aaron, what are you clearly th- the the Clippers? Really? Yeah. I guess I feel like it's going to be Lakers. Why? Just because of LeBron? Just because of too much hype. <laughs> yeah. Right. But no, I, mean, I believe you. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I guess I get that you hear a lot LeBron every night and how good he's doing and how amazing he is. So I just mm-hmm. that's well, well, the thing is with LeBron. the Clippers, you have Kawhi, who they're still doing the load management thing with him. Right. Um, Paul George has only played about 30, I think 39 games total. Um, so far, so he's missed a lot of games, and like I said, they're only about four games behind the Lakers, and they've been they they haven't been together, 
And, and I would say the past two weeks, you know, after the All-Star break, where they've had their whole team together and been playing consistently, they're on a six-game winning streak now. It's like they're just now turning it up. Yep. Uh, just in time for this game against the Lakers on Sunday. And then, like I said, they've already beaten the Lakers twice. Right. And, the, and people will say, oh, well, you know, it's the regular season, wait till the playoffs. Those first two Clipper-Lakers games were playoff games. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, it got the, exactly. every time nobody they play, was taking it off. Right, every yeah. time they play, it's a playoff game. Right. But every time they play. What do you say about LeBron was like, after Kobe died, he's like, I know what I need to do or whatever he said. I feel like that, I actually feel like that might be a source of. No, he's going to need it. Something. He's gonna need that, you know. I think I think he knows. He's almost like motivating himself. Yeah. See, and then you know, you figure a guy like Kawhi is from L.A. Right. So it's, yeah. it's just beyond just like right. Like, well, we both share the same the Staples Arena. No. Right. I'm from L.A. Right. And right. you're not gonna come in here and and all that you know movie and Hollywood and and he's outplayed and, LeBron twice. Yeah. In, yeah. In, you know, head to head when they played. Yeah. Where are you and he's a robot. Kawhi is a robot. You know, like he's just—he's—he's he's focused. You know, no, no expression. That is true. Nothing. Right. He's just out here. And then Paul George quietly. Right. We hadn't even talked about Paul George yet. Mm-mm. You know about just—you know—I mean, this guy was like a, a a superstar on his own. Right. So right. Gonna, but here's because this is Bros Pod, and I cheer for the brothers. Mm-hmm. Cheer for Doc Rivers. Doc and my uh, um, uh, in at Toronto. Uh, oh, yeah, Messiah Gary. Messiah, yeah. Who I think, that could be the biggest story of all. They are basically have won the same amount of games to or this more. point, more than, than they won last year, hmm. or as they won, with Kawhi. Right. Hmm. So everybody hmm. was predicting They're it's right. over, and thanks, Kawhi, and, well, we'll just go back to sailing, and, you know. <laughs> but these guys, Toronto, man, quietly, hmm. is like, and, and I guess my question, you guys, they may still... Everybody's talking about the, the uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. They may take Milwaukee. Yep. They may beat them. I just want to say Steph is back. Steph is back. It's he good. came back last night. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. It's just yay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, you know, the, you know the. the yeah. uh, it's not even. It's not even relevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, I mean, it is relevant. It's to an extent. Yeah, it is. A friend, a friend of mine. Well, you know the NBA. <laughs> Um, suppose, you and know, the lost. NBA's ratings are down this year, you know, TV ratings. And a friend of mine would say he attributed it to uh, to Steph Curry not playing mm-hmm. and the Splash Brothers because, you know, yeah. they were so likable, you know, light-skinned guys, likable, <laughs> that they, oh. they appear, they, they uh, you know, everybody right. loved the, the Warriors and right. now they're gone and now the ratings are down. I don't know if because I agree Because now we got to watch these dark-skinned <laughs> brothers. <laughs> yeah. You lose. You, hey, well, you know, but, you know, that's another reason, my theory, about the uh, about the Knicks, uh, and that you know this is the 50th anniversary of their first championship. Because remember, the museum, yes. the city of New York, is doing a right. an exhibit, an exhibit on city on the, on basketball and the history of New York. Yeah, well, yeah, they're doing that, but they're doing yeah, they're do, well, which Aaron and I worked on, by the way, right. and, ja- and Jamal and Jamal. Oh, yes. Jamal had a great essay on the, uh, 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 the Knicks, Nets, and Liberty. Yeah, great mm-hmm. essay. Well, really, and, good. A, yes. and, I, and I got the book in the mail. It was, it's very impressive. I wanted to do Walt Frazier get one because I wanted to give him a copy of the book. I hope so. I don't know. He's on the cover. I, well, did, did he get a copy? <laughs> I, I'm going to bring him a copy of the book mm-hmm. just today. Yeah, today, yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. But um, we're talking about the Knicks. And, oh, so my theory, though, is that, you know, with the ratings slipping, mm-hmm. the NBA needs New York now. To really 
step it up because they've almost been like a slumlord and that dollars they're making money hand over fist. But the NBA is never better than when the Knicks do really well. I know other teams have been doing well and the Raiders have been fine, but now when ratings starting to slide, you really need the Knicks to really come up with a product. And that whole thing with Spike and Oakley and all that, they need for the Knicks to uh, the Knicks to be to New York what uh, the Clippers are to L.A. You know, because the Clippers really have energized. Mm-hmm. They really energized that Los Angeles market now. Because right. now you've got two. Where for a long time, the Clippers were just this sort of slum thing with Sterling and all that. Right. The, the dilemma that they've got is that they probably will not be able to do to the Clippers, the owners, due to the Clippers, due to the net Knicks, what they did to the Clippers, right? They got rid of, they finally got rid of ownership. Oh, I see what you're saying. And invigorated that franchise. They can't get rid of Dolan. Right. They cannot get rid of Dolan because, A, he's not done anything really atrocious. Right. He's making money. I mean, he's just, you know, kicking people out. Of the yeah, stadium. but, you know, they, they don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's not, not, yeah, not a but, huge deal. Right. You know, but they're kicking, not making, they're, but they're making out. money. The Rangers, the concerts, and all that kind of stuff. So, but I think that they're at the point where they need the NBA needs the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So we need a product here, right. you know, and that's good. I, I'd love to hear those conversations. We, and okay. is, is it, it's Dolan? Mm-hmm. It's Dolan? Well, I mean, he's the easy person. He's right. the owner of the thing. But I think that ownership does matter right. yeah. in slavery and basketball. You know, mm-hmm. owner, ownership <laughs> does matter. Uh, yeah. You know, well, I should just, but ownership does matter. And I right. think that, you know, you know, the, the Rangers have been good, you know, but hockey is not basketball. Right. Right. And they were, you know, I guess they were, when did when did Dolan take over? That's a good question. We could. I'll look at it. But, you know, well, when they won the championship, it was Gulf and Western, I think. And Gulf then when, and Western. And in the Riley years, it was his father, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I like, I think Toronto has, has been, uh, and Maasai, no, that would have been story. the biggest mistake for him to come here. Mm. That would think been, so. Oh, a huge mistake for him. It would have been a terrible mistake. But what if he's good enough to turn it around? He would never get a chance. He would never get a chance. Even though I talk about Leon Rose and relationships, it's the relationship that's the problem is the owner. Your know, word gets around. You've mistreated people. You know, now you've kicked out a guy who, in Spike Lee, I mean, you know, if you mistreat him, I, I mean, right. he's been your mascot. Well, I, I mean, you know, he, <laughs> You know, right? Like, why would you do that? Why He's would you do that? That's kind of like, you know, out of respect. Yeah, no, but yeah, of all was, people, right. <laughs> of all people, yeah. go slap Spike around. Yeah, could you see the Lakers doing that to like Jack Nicholson? No, like they let him go whatever elevator he wants to go in. Right? Yeah, okay, you want to go here? Sure, Jack. Right, Jack probably owns the elevator. <laughs> you know? it looks like nineteen ninety nine. Is that what you're seeing? That's when uh, Dolan took over. It sounds right. He had an increased role in managing Cablevision sports properties, and under the teams under his domain include the Knicks. Mm. Yeah, so ninety nine sounds about right. Mm. It's a long time. Mm. And I think they well, when they had Allen Houston and Sprewell, they might have right. made the finals. That was around that, that same was, that time. Was, yeah, not, if that was around the time, yeah, so he got lucky with that. Yeah, Ewing. Yeah, Ewing. Oh, the end, the like, end of Ewing era. Yeah, right there. Yeah, and, and then ever since then, you know, but he but the but the franchise. I don't know how much the franchise is worth. I think oh. it, it, is, it is probably the 
I think it's the, the most valuable yeah, I think franchise. It's even over the Lakers, I think NBA. it's the most yeah, valuable I think it franchise. Is. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's New York City. You're on. I mean, it's a broad. Like you talk about, they don't need to win. They don't. They don't. I mean, it's just it's a Broadway show. When you come yeah. to New York, right. you're going. You're going to the. Yeah, the you're Knicks going game. making deals and to be seen. I got Knicks tickets. That's the best thing you can tell me. I got Knicks tickets. Yes, and it's it's fun. Even when they're losing in there, it's, it's a packed house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd, the crowd is still the New York City crowd. Right. Um, I'm t- you know, I go to all these, these Nets games. It's not the same. Oh, no. I mean, it's not the same. The people, the 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 well, vibe is not the same. It's, it's not the, well, yeah. by, by the time you get there, you're worn out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm from Brooklyn. Well, yeah. I, you know, I... You know, I said if I, if you see Brooklyn on the chest, I gotta I gotta uh, support that. So I'm you know I. But you're on. a Knicks fan. I mean, I grew up a Knicks fan. I don't think I'm a. I mean, I, if they well, win, I root for them to win. It. But I'm not. But I'm really not a, like a. You know, I don't care about them that much anymore. Right. But you know, and I'm I would, I would root thing. for I'm root for the Nets to actually right. to get to that level. But you you know, so I want them to do well. But when you're inside. It's a new stadium. You're inside Barclays. Yeah, it's a nice stadium. It's, it's not a really nice stadium. The same vibe. It's not the same. You know. I mean, and you're not far. You're only 20 minutes from Madison Square Garden. You know, you know it could be a long time, but it's just the garden is, you know, the garden. You know, even but they're not winning. And I, I guess the the question is, and the only way it's going to change if the NBA somehow starts taking. I don't know if if ratings keep slipping. You know, if they tell Joel, listen, man, we need a good product in New York City in right. the garden. You, we can't. Uh, I, I know you're making money, and all that, but hand over fist. But we need a competitor. We need you to be like the Clippers, you know, or the you know, just you know. But the, the dilemma is that star players aren't coming there, right? Because they don't like you. Right. You you've mistreated too many people. Right. And he may say, well, shit, you know, fuck it. Right. I'm making money, you know, and they say, well, you know. What, what can you do? It's an, it's an impasse, you know. So you know, I'm going tonight. But to talk right. to Chris Paul, and I'll be I'll be at Barclays. You You'll know, be at the who, who are they be, playing? Uh, San Antonio. Oh, well, maybe you could maybe you could ask uh, Popovich. Yeah. That and yeah. then feed me those quotes for my story. Definitely, definitely. This is yeah, how it gets done, folks. Huh? Yeah, that's that is how it's done. It's journalism. I mean, you, yeah. you know, if if it was a reverse, you were working on a story. I, you know, feed you some quotes. Um, speaking of which, in our last couple, of weeks, the NCAA final, you know, March Madness, we still, we still have a, a ways to go before right. uh, March couple Madness. Couple weeks. Any couple surprise? Weeks. Uh, and I haven't really, honestly, I haven't really focused on it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and like most people, it, you know, they don't focus on it until until it's here. Selection right. Sunday. Until Selection Sunday, yeah. you figure out. And the and the and the, and the and the what do you call the graphs, the, uh, the little yeah, the illegal practice. illegal gambling. Yeah, yeah, thing the, the office pools. Right. You know, my favorite. Now that would that would unseat POTUS forty five, if he if he dictated that there's no more office. <laughs> if he did that, that no, you're right. He'd be how, how come he doesn't? You remember Obama used to fill out a bracket. Because, well, anything he does, Obama right, he does, right, he he's won't. not going. He won't. He'll probably feel like a hockey bracket or some <laughs> shit. You know, NCAA hockey, NCAA hockey bracket. <laughs> Try to push that or like the like the rodeo or some shit. Like the NCAA rodeo competition is he's like NASCAR. Is, yeah, NASCAR. <laughs> well, you what? You know, he would have me with the NASCAR. Yeah, no. And Castile in the hospital. Yeah, and and, and the guy's from New York City. Yeah, what a joke. But anyway, um, <laughs> NCAA. NCAA tournament. I mean, it's been a, it's been a weird year in college. Like, mm. like uh, a whole bunch of parody. The talent level. There's no Zion this year. Right. You know. There's no John Morant even. Mm. You know, in terms of in terms of the talent 
level. It's a little down in terms of like the freshmen. Um, and it's then the women, I think Sabrina Ionescu is the yeah, Zion. Yeah, she's she's the talk of of college basketball, really. You know, men or women. Um, and then you have like teams like North Carolina who having their worst season in in about twenty years. Mm. Um, so they're not really in the mix with Cole Anthony. His mother's a friend of the show, Crystal. Yeah, we we should have her on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Since he's going to be a lottery pick. <laughs> yeah, but we you know we we had her on before. You know. Yeah, when he was when he was like a freshman in in. Uh, Really, probably a freshman in high school. Yeah, right? freshman in high school, sophomore freshman in high school at yeah. Malloy. Yeah. And he's come we, a long way. We should way. repost that. Yeah. Repost that interview. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. And I remember I went to see him around that time when he was a, he was playing as a freshman in Malloy, started as a freshman on the high school team in in New York City. And since then, uh, you know, one of the a top one of the top recruits in the nation went to North Carolina, but he also got hurt uh, well, early in the season uh, towards meniscus, so th- yep. they were without him. And uh which I'm sure had to oh make had him a huge think. impact. Well, not an impact, but probably on him. He's thinking, "So what am I doing here?" I mean, well, there was talk when it, when he went down. There was talk like, he was and especially the way North Carolina played when he was out, they were terrible, um, and they they basically fell completely out of contention right. in the ACC. And, right. and there was talk whether he should even come back. But, but he was credit. such a competitive right. kid. He was like, "No, no, no, right. I'm coming back. As soon as I'm healthy, I'm playing." Yeah. And to his credit, right, he he came back, right, as loyal and right. And he's talking a good game now. He's, you know, they played Duke on Saturday. He's saying we're going to beat them. Uh, we can run the t- in North Carolina. I think they were like, there's something like second to last place in the ACC, which is unheard of. Wow, right? It's that bad. Whoa! So the only way they're going to make the tournament is to is to win the ACC. Right, I'd be pulling for them. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I'd be pulling, especially for in a down year. Like I said, it's a down year in college basketball. There really are no great teams. So this tournament is going to be. Crazy, like we don't. The top seeds look like they're going to be Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, mm-hmm. and San Diego State. So that just shows and, you San Diego. Right. Yeah. When you when, right. when a team like San Diego State starts creeping in, right? You know that there's you know it's week. wide open. Yeah. It's so it is wide open this year. Like a team like Duke. Duke has been inconsistent. They're a top ten team, I think. They're around the top ten, top fifteen team. Um, so you know the the tournament's gonna be fun. We got the Big East tournament coming up here in the city. All the all the conference tournaments. So you know it's something to look forward to. Yeah, and, you should, I think you selection should go to Sunday the is okay. selection Sunday is the, is not this Sunday but next Sunday. So, yeah, I think you should go to the I think you should go to the Big East tournament. Okay, I'm in. So our Roden Fellers are gonna be there. So. Yeah, we have two Roden Fellers. Yeah, I'll be, be there. The I'll be at the Big East tournament. Okay. And, um, and then the Final Four. How about the Final Four? We should yeah, try to get Val Ackerman on the show. Yeah, because mm. you know you wrote the piece for the undefeated. Yeah, I tried to get Val, and she, you know, she was it was right around the time uh, Stern passed away. Yeah, yeah. So what, she was at you know yeah. she was. But like, what they are like fifty percent of the fifty percent men, coaches, men's are coaches are black, right? Hmm. So, yep. so yeah, she's you know made her be a friend of the show. She's definitely a friend of our program, right? You should connect. And I did I did talk to Stu Jackson, who's like second in command, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, in the Big East, and he he talked to me for that story. Yeah, well, cool. Listen, the last couple of minutes, uh, Aaron sitting over there. What's uh, what's sort of on your mind? What what should people be thinking about um, in the next couple of weeks? It doesn't have to be sports. Just in general, it's something that's either they should have thought about and it's too late or they should be thinking about or you've been thinking about. Sure. So I have been reading, I'm going to talk about a book. I've been reading a, a book by Betty Kearse. It's called The Other Madisons. And it's about um, a black woman who is tracing her, um, dis, I guess, her, her descendancy. 
her heritage to James Madison, the president and how she's, it's kind of like her journey to like proving that she is in fact his descendant. And it's, it's something that's been passed down in her family and oh, wow. her, she has relatives that are named Madison, but she's actually had to prove it. It's a very fascinating read. Oh, and what's the name of the book? Uh, the Other Madisons by Betty Kearse. It comes out later this month. Ah, okay. What about you, Jamal? Uh, for the, for the, this week coming up, I mean, it's, it's to me all about college basketball. Like, you know, I was just saying, the Big East tournament I'm looking forward to. The Big East is, has had a, actually, you know, like, it's, like you said, I wrote an article about the Big East. Not only do they have 50% black coaches, but they're also one of the top three consensus, one of the top three conferences in yeah. college basketball. And they really, you remember, you know, they, they have revamped the league. And when they, you know, Syracuse left, UConn left, UConn is actually coming back They're next coming year. coming back, yeah, next right. year. Right. But, you know, people thought it was over for the Big East. You know, they, you know, they have Creighton in the league and Butler and they're like all these teams that didn't really seem to fit. But now... Um, all those they're going to have seven of their ten teams make the NCAA tournament. Wow! Seventy so percent of the league. What are the ten wow. teams now? The ten teams now are Georgetown, St. John's, Villanova, Butler, Providence, um, Marquette. Marquette. That's eight. Is DePaul? DePaul nine. Mm. And what's the last one? Xavier. Xavier. Wow, Xavier that's a strong. That's a strong yeah. field. You know, I I spoke uh, well. I spoke to Ackerman. Mm-hmm. I thought that what the Big East should do is have a a, a, a national conference called the Big East filled with those kinds of schools. So out west, you'd have Loyola, mm-hmm. uh, you'd have Gonzaga, mm-hmm. uh, you'd have uh, St. Mary. You know, all these mm-hmm. Catholic schools that do not play football. Mm-hmm. These are all basketball-only schools. And it would be a – so you'd have the west, the Midwest, because you got Marquette, um, DePaul, right, Xavier, Xavier, mm-hmm. and then in the East, obviously those schools, and that would be a very powerful. You could call it the Big East. Right, that would be the brand. Right, but it would be this national, and suddenly you control college basketball. Right, you know, yeah. and then, and like I said, they're they're very. I mean, seventy percent of your league in making the NCAA tournament is almost unheard of. Yeah, and and of those, who's in the top rank? Rank like top? Well, they had recently had five. At the time I wrote the article, they had five teams in the top 25. Wow. Five of their ten teams were in the top 25. But the top is Villanova, who has two championships in this new Big East. They've won twice, right. two national championships. But they've been, you know, they've been that one team on a national level. Now everybody's catching up to them. But, you know, at the moment, Xavier Creighton is like a top 10, 15 team. Uh, Butler is like a top 25 team. Marquette is, uh, hovers around the top 25. Um, somebody I'm forget, forgetting mm-hmm. about. But um, no, I mean it's a it's a very Seton Hall who's having no, a great Seton year. Right. Seton Hall might be the best team in the Big East this year. Really? So oh, this is going to be a great conference. I mean, a yeah. great. Uh, oh, it's going to be a great tournament. I have no idea who's going to win the Big East tournament. No idea. Mm. Well, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. And me, um, not sure. I'm I'm now just thinking about my questions to Chris Paul <laughs> about voter registration. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm thinking, you know, uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's get this started, man. Yeah, let's get this movement started. This could be a movement, you know. Well, this is great. Uh, my great co-host, Jamal Murphy, great Aaron Matthewson. Still looking for a nickname. If you have a nickname, yes. Yes. maybe she called her the Marathon Woman. <laughs> the Marathon Woman. I feel like I'm connected to, uh, what's his name? Um, the Marathon Continues. Nipsey. Ah, okay. Nipsey. Because he, he, his thing, the, the, his store was the Marathon. Yeah. 
after he died, they said the marathon continues. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nifty cool. hustle. Marathon. What did you just call you? Marathon. Marathon. That works. Yeah. Well, okay. But send in those, send in those, uh, uh, what do you call those? Your, your, uh, um, nickname suggestions nickname. Yes. for Aaron. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. It's been real, you know. Um, thanks for another great conversation. Uh, the political conversation kind of, it's kind of came out of nowhere, but. That's, 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 what, that's what we do. Yeah. Wash yeah. your hands for 20 seconds. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes. That's right. Well, we, we, I have been washing. 20 seconds? Yeah. That's what they say. Oh, well, so that So thoroughly, that do yeah. yeah. Wash your hands thoroughly. Get they say under, 20 under seconds. Under the, the nail beds. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll really? try it. Yeah, we leave the best for last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. All right. Anyway, y'all, uh, see y'all sometime next week. Thank you guys for listening. God bless and, uh, you know, keep the faith. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube